minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is Tita Trinidad. Welcome to WWT, the Monday edition. And today is also the girls' edition. Mimi's yes, it house. is. How, How you are you, TK? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I'm debating. I kind of want to wait. I kind of want to wait. Hopefully JD comes in the chat because I want him to see this clip too. So I'm going to hold off just a little bit. So JD, if you in the chat, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. But if not, I have a special clip from our Halloween Havoc um, post show that I feel like, you know, yes, I actually did see a couple of, I I saw a couple of clips, but don't know what clip you're going to show. Oh gosh. Shout out to uh, Stephanie Hardy. She is an absolute (laughs) gem. I love her. (laughs) And I love her so. Close, I, you know, I met yeah. we met right at the um the Legends yeah, watch along for okay, yeah, yeah. Extreme Rules. It, yes, yeah, because they were there for um the what the New yes. York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Love Steph. Love you, Steph. There, well, with that being said, let's uh, hit our first story. The top rope. So, what do we have first? <sighs> Sad news. Last week, um, it was uh, pretty shocker that we found out that Kevin Nash um, lost his son. Um, unfortunately, you know, they were, uh, well, fortunately, they were working on his podcast uh, together. Mm-hmm. And um, they partook in some, um, they had some extracurricular activities that they took part together and um the good thing is that they were down the road to recovery and they made a decision to you know write you know their path and which is amazing i've always been a a a fan of of kevin nash and um unfortunately he had um a seizure i think it was Mm -hmm. um i think they tried to revive him and they might have revived him um, but unfortunately, by the time the, he got yeah. to the hospital, yeah, um, he's no longer, he was no longer with us. Um, very sad news. We hate to see it. Um, mm-hmm. I am so glad when I read this story that um, he had so much support. Um, Rick Flair, who's experienced yeah. this, uh, you know, a few, uh, almost, well, I want to say, has it been 20 years-ish? 13 or something like that. 
Yeah. So almost 10, I should say. Okay. Almost 10. I don't want to age that too, too far along, but, um, he was able to help him, um, cope and get through, um, his situation. Uh, it's just, it's really sad to see. And it's really sad to hear about things like this. Um, I was not aware that his son was working in with him on this podcast. And I'm so happy that he had the chance to spend that much time. And it right. just shows that every minute of the day counts, um, no matter what you're going through with family. Cause you know, we all have issues with our families. We all have issues with our friends, some bigger than, than most, but the time that you spend together is so valuable and you mm -hmm. just don't know, even if you're, 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 you're going down the right path, you just don't know, like the, the rug can just pull from right up under you. I am so, um, I'm glad that he was able to share um, his story. I did not know that his son had Asperger's and right. um, his son uh, was super smart and he learned, he said that between him and his wife, they've learned so much from um, their, their, their child. And we can learn, although we're parents, we learn so much from our kids and, you know, even when we don't even know it. Um, so I'm glad that they were able to, to have that, but it's, it's truly a sad story. Um, and I just, I wish him the ultimate condolences and all the love and support um, from here on to their healing journey. Yeah, so sad. it is sad, but it's at least comforting, I guess you can say, because yeah. there were people that he can talk to that, that have similar, uh, um, have dealt with some similar sim similarities um, yeah. so, I mean, at least he was able to talk to in that article he was talking about, you know, the last thing he wanted to do was talk to a therapist about it and the therapist yeah. not really understanding. Cause let's be yeah. honest, like wrestling and the lifestyle is a little bit different. Um, yep. and you know, now you have to explain all of that and then, you know, retract and then talk about this, talk about that That's with right. somebody who truly understands. So at least, um, you know, he had that support system, um, yep. built in, um, but yeah, definitely condolences to him and his family. And, and, you know, therapy is something that everybody should tap into, but sometimes um, it, it tends to be a bit more clinical than it needs to be more um, comforting. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, and I'm glad that, you know, he had those people with him. Um, uh, Vince McMahon reached out to him. Yeah, um, that was, yeah. Which is big. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, 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 and, and from what I know of who Vince McMahon is of the whole family, they wouldn't have allowed something like this to happen and not even reach out. So mm -hmm. again, the wrestling community is with, you know, within the, the boys is, is very tight. And I'm just so happy that he was able to have that. That is true. Um, and with that being said, what do we have for our next story? Um, Black Adam hit a big win this weekend and you know from Friday, yes and you know he's your favorite well, you know he's your favorite I, although now he's starting him and um i really like the rock and, and method man but i feel like now they're both looking like uncles and they just you know different <laughs> appeal. Not in a really bad way, tk just, yeah just it just just it like because you know when you're like I, when you're a teenager you don't realize the like the age differences I guess you can say and then 
I got to I got to interview Method Man, and don't get me wrong, he's he's he. I actually got to interview The Rock as well. Don't get me wrong, they're both like still stellar looking men in in real life, but then they also kind of like like they're grown men. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an adult, but it's that's just even like, better. They're it's it, like vintage. It yeah, but they, well, maybe me, obviously I'm not in their inner circle, but you know how they, they talked to me like, you know, I'm the reporter and it, it just felt like, and they were really, really nice, but it felt like uncle status. And I'm just like, oh, well, this blows. Funkles? Fun uncles? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, okay. Well, cool. Oh my um, God. No, shout, definitely shout out to The Rock. Um, one thing for sure, when I did get an interview, him, which a lot of people don't know is that when you do these red carpets, Unfortunately, if you're part of black media or if you're attached to a black media outlet, a lot of them get passed over and or you don't get the interviews. So mm -hmm. we are doing a red carpet for um, one of the Rocks movies. And he actually made sure that he hit every, like everybody got an interview. So definitely shout out to the Rock for uh, for that. But yeah. Cool. Oh, that was fun. Sure. I want to hear about that. However, yeah. the film reached 140 million globally which is pretty big for somebody like him um i've always liked the rock movies in my opinion this was very um much a, a highly anticipated uh movie because mm -hmm. it's in the dc universe because comic fans are so like you know what i mean they're mm -hmm. really sometimes i'm afraid to even give a comment on uh, a comic movie because i did not read comic books but i am comic a comic um, movie fan and what it does for me is I'll watch a movie then I'll go back I'll find the comic book number mm. that it, it relates to or whatever like the series and I will um, if I can find it online or I'll go through my um, my brother's comic book uh, uh, collection I'll go to his house uh, down in South Jersey and I'll just kind of like see if he has the issue and then I'll read it that way. So I work my way backwards um, mm -hmm. when it comes to the comics. But um, it, it it did really, really well. I know for me, um, on the, the film score on the Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 90%. I don't really know what the Rotten Tomatoes... I never really understood what the Rotten Tomatoes um, scoring and how that works, really. Do you know what it, how it works? I don't... Like, I have a friend who is, like, a film critic. And I think it's just they take the numbers... Um, they take the numbers of like viewing and people seeing it live, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But as you're but talking, is it I'll good or bad? But is it good or bad? As the numbers, as like line. if it's up. Um. Well, it's also also personal opinion. Like it, the score for so the score for the Rock was was really high, but I know a lot of people who were who are like you know D, like they're very versed in the DC universe. Yeah. And they didn't like they didn't like the movie at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and that was quite a few of them who actually like they actually talk about the movie in other podcasts and shows and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, but if, if the score is thing. high, does that mean that it's good? Yes. Yeah. Oh, OK. 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 Yeah. OK. So because Rotten Tomatoes is like a oxymoron a little bit, but um, it it did really well on my Twitter timeline. I didn't see a lot of positive um. Mm -hmm. um, um, reviews on it I will say throughout the weekend today I posted a question um, and one of uh, my 
my uh, uh, one of the guys that follow me and I follow him. Mm-hmm. He uh, posted his response um, to it, which do we mm-hmm. have it so we can post it? Yes. So Ricky from um, uh, uh, I forget. I forget. I forget. I forget the podcast. Ricky, I am so sorry. I know if you're watching this, forgive me. But he said it's Dwayne's highest gross opening weekend with 67 million. So that should tell you a lot. His draw power about his draw power and how it keeps growing. So we, I feel like we've talked about this. I feel like when we go back to that conversation that we just had with the aging and not really knowing um, when we're younger, you know, the age gap, we just see and we just admire mm-hmm. and we just love. I wonder how long is this going to be for The Rock? And I also wonder if this is his highest grossed movie, this is for him, not in totality for like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. What does that does that say that he's like truly a blockbuster star, or does that mean he's still going, and there's still more, there's still more on the surface to scratch, hmm. or does that mean is he getting to that point where he is over fifty? I think right. Yeah, is he teetering? Is he teetering? Is this it? Like how long, how much longer can he sustain these high impact movies? Well, I mean, first off, The Rock, he is 50, but like, let's be honest, he he looks like he's, you know, if he hasn't, if he hadn't been in the industry for so long, I don't think we would have guessed that he's 50. So it's just the fact that he's been in the industry for so long. And then you also- You think he doesn't two, look 50? Like, no. Do you, you know 50, 50, let me pull up a picture. You know 50-year-olds that look like The Rock? Who don't- I know 50-year-olds that look younger than The Rock. Really? Who look like Mm -hmm. just, you know- I don't know if he looks uh, 50. I've never really- I know know, know what you're looking at. We can discuss that offline. I won't won't get into all that. But going back to to Rotten Tomatoes, how how they curate the scores is they assemble a team of curators whose job is to read thousands of movie and TV reviews weekly. The team collects movie and TV reviews from the tomato meter, uh, proof critics and publications every day, generating the score. So that's how they come up with their their score. Um, So if it's high, then that means my timeline is off. Yeah. Well, yes, because it just it's also based off of, you know, who the film critics are, who are the approved tomato masters or whatever they're called, like. It's all it depends on that. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's there. I've seen some movies where they got low Rotten Tomato scores, but the movie did really well, really well. Yeah. Um, so, and then the movies that I've noticed in the, not recently, probably before the pandemic, typically were movies that were um, people of color. Those movies yeah. tended not to do as well um, on the standings because right. not a lot of people would go, not a lot of people would go and see them in all the cities. So that's when. Right everybody started buying out the movie theaters because that plays a role too. Um, Mm. As far as The Rock's longevity, I feel like he has, as long as, like he's managed to shave his hair off so he's not going to show the grays. 
and you know, a good CGI. And now kids are looking like there's a whole generation of kids that probably don't even know he's a wrestler. So he probably, depending on how long he wants to go, another, you know, 10 years, 10, 15 years. I mean, Sylvester Stallone did, he did the Creed, he did the, the Creed series, but then he also had a whole bunch of movies prior to that. And he's, how old is Sylvester Stallone? Like 70 something? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. as far as blockbuster, I don't know if Sylvester Stallone is hitting it, but I feel like The Rock can, can go another 10 years. 10 yeah. Not sure. high impact though. Not high impact. Not like San Andreas, Black Adam. But we don't know if he's that's the that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the industry today. We don't know if he's actually doing all the stunts. So see uh, the, uh, I think he is. I think he is. Maybe the majority of them, but if it comes to a point where he's 55 and you know, the insurance company's like, look, you could do the yeah. movie, but you can't do this thing. Mm-hmm. I think for the sake of the movie, he's going to let mm-hmm. a professional, you know, you yeah. know, take it. I, I, I don't, you know, maybe he does do a, um, a majority a of them. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does every single one of them. But, you know, for those who are in the industry, please let me know. But, yeah, that actually brings me, we'll, we'll, we'll do... Which I forgot to download. Let's see here. Oh, by the way, it's King of the Ring podcast. Sorry, Ricky. King of the Ring podcast. A shout out to King of the Ring podcast. Um, one second. This is what happens when you try to multitask too quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. And lose or draw. So with The Rock, so the fact that where he is right now and taking the steps he is right now, and I, I think mm-hmm. I know the answer to this. This is more of a you know rhetorical question. Do you think no. um, him stepping away from wrestling and not necessarily doing as much in the last maybe five or six years was a win for him? Was it a draw yeah. or was it a loss? Like, do you think if he were doing both, he would be getting more people? Yeah. So you I think, think it was. was I think it's a win. Mm-hmm. Just but to stay I think, away from WWE. I don't think he. I think it was a win, not because he stayed away from WWE. I just think it was just a win. Like he's just a performer. He's an entertainer. He was born to do this. He is. I mean, he it like he's electrifying. You know what I mean. And it would have been a sin for him to stop there. So I think um, I'm so glad because I did watch the Scorpion King once. And I was just like, oh, wow, this is tough to get through. (laughs) But I'm so glad that he didn't stop. You know, I'm so glad that he kept going and he found his comfort zone. I think the Fast and the Furious um, franchise Mm -hmm. did wonders for him. I think... Um, I think it's Kevin Hart is always good too. Oh my God. Like absolutely fantastic. But Mm -hmm. I also will say, I'm so surprised that he stayed out of the, um, the comic zone for so long. And it couldn't have been necessarily that he decided to stay out of the comic zone. It could have been Mm -hmm. something else, you know what I mean? But um, it's interesting that he's getting into it now, but I'm so happy that he is getting into it now because I think um, he has, of course the build for it. But right. I think um, he, 
I think it's, I think WWE superstars that get into that space, it it's, it's only natural. Like, I hope Roman Reigns gets into that space. Like, he should have been Aquaman, in my opinion. You oh. know? Um, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, I think that if they ever decide to um, recast um, or add a brother to it, you know, or mm-hmm. something of the sort, he has the look for it. He absolutely should be a part. And I kind of feel like the Usos and Naomi, um, if they decide to do a new storm, that is mm-hmm. her. You know what I mean? Um, physique, the ability yeah. to do the the stunts, um, maybe not all like you said. But I just feel like um, that for them to morph into or just kind of like transition into Hollywood, I feel like the comic zone is where they should be, in my opinion. Well, we will see what happens. Uh, shout out to Casey in the chat. Um, Casey. So I'm, I'm going to play this clip for you. And this is just a, you could treat it as this, just a commercial highlight of what else goes on beyond WWT. So we had our Halloween Havoc uh, post show the other day. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie Hardy is one of our hosts and writers. So she is the host of um, WOW, uh, NXT after show and SmackDown. So she's on the post show. And this mm-hmm. is what she had to say about Roxanne and Corey J. Yeah. Yes, I definitely felt like Roxanne was going to win because here lately she's just been going on a tear, even though she had been losing um, in these past few weeks. Like, I really needed for Roxanne to win to prove that she wasn't just going to, you know, take this betrayal just sitting down and just not utilize the weapons to her advantage in terms of getting back at Cora J because Cora really broke her heart and when somebody mm-hmm. breaks your heart what do you want to do you want to burn their stuff up. like oh. you want to burn their things you want to destroy them you want to just destroy everything so I was waiting to see that from from Roxanne and I was just really glad that Roxanne really went there this time like when people really do you wrong and you know you're you've done nothing but right by them you want to get back at them and you want to just hurt them the way that they hurt you and that's what Roxanne did and I'm glad she did it she better be a villain (laughs) she better be a damn You are a oh heel, Stephanie Hardy. We love it, though. We love oh, it. We, we do love it. So shout out to Stephanie Hardy. Oh, my gosh. She that you want to burn crack- their stuff up. That had me cracking up. Um, but also something that we could, we're, we should be watching. Do you remember this show, Surreal Life? So Surreal Life. I'm one of those people, I wasn't really dedicated to like shows growing up because my mom had me in like so many activities. So I would find these random shows and it's one of those things. Oh, you there? You good? Um, I would find those random shows and you okay with your camera? Can you hear me? Yes. I could hear you. I can't hear you now. Oh, no. You want to go in and come back out? So I think she's going to come back out. Um, But Surreal Life, this show came out in, um, I think it was uh, 2006 or something like that. 
And you should actually go, if they are still up, you should actually go and watch some of the old shows like Flavor Flav is on, um, on there. And he had a relationship with this chick who was in this movie. It was, it was crazy. I really can't believe my parents actually let me watch that. Um, but there's a new Surreal Life that's coming out and CJ is going to be a part of it. And so I saw, I saw kind of, you know, when you kind of see some of the headlines and you're like, wait, what's really going on? And I thought it was, um, <laughs> Dennis Rodman, he's going to be interesting. If you see the promo, I don't want to play the promo because they'll probably take us out. But I thought, um, I thought this is something old. There you go. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah? No? I hear you. I'm okay. Yay. <laughs> no, you did. You did. You did. Oh, um, Jesus. So did you get to see Surreal Life back in the day? So I did get to see Surreal Life. This was my first introduction to reality TV. And I... Mm. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Um, and this was my first introduction to... Um, um ratchet real, oh, really real real yeah this was um the first in my opinion ratchet? it was kind of huh yeah when you think of ratchet though like when you it, it's so crazy how it's like they've upped ratchet now because the show's like you know baddies of the south and all the other shows you compared to what for real do you watch well, that which one did i watch i don't know so working for the Jasmine brand, they tasked me with doing interviews with some of these reality stars. So because I have to, I, because I want to be a good journalist, I go and watch all the shows. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're, they're, they're interesting. But oh my God. those to surreal life, like back in the day, like it wasn't, it wasn't as. No, it wasn't. It was nowhere near as, as, as ratchet. Um, you know, but it was, was an introduction. It was so funny though. It mm -hmm, was. It mm -hmm, was. Mm -hmm. Brent Troyer. You know, I actually too. I don't even know if they can. They could play it because they might. Some of that stuff might get canceled. Because I remember one really? episode where Vern Vern Troyer. There was a model on there, and Vern Troyer. You remember, he's from um, mm -hmm. a movie called um, Austin Powers. Yep, and. He there's this mess. model and she had he yeah, I think he, he's definitely going through like alcoholism at the time. But his model, she had sushi on her body. And he literally swiped the sushi and then tried touched her nipple. Remember that? Remember. Like I feel I like and you know, he's rest his soul, he's no longer here. But I feel like if we watched it now, yeah. like there are parts where you would get canceled. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think sure. I think this is in I think there's still somebody's gonna attempt to get canceled i'm very surprised that tamar is a part of this um because i feel like she's been through so much and um she's still going through her healing process mm -hmm. um i love the person that she's become um i didn't know that cj perry was part of this i was hoping to see her back in the wwe because i kind of feel like the lana character um as it pertains to the character itself, I enjoyed I enjoyed um, watching Naomi help bring her up to where she needed to be in the ring. I always mm -hmm. love that stuff when um, I always loved when I love it when women <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> yes, yeah, um, yeah, like I love it when women um, just help the next person become better 
you know, especially mm -hmm. when you have the skills and you have, you know, all of the tools to help, you know, guide that whole process. Um, so I was I was disappointed when she was let go, but she's been in a lot of projects and clearly this is one of them. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. She also, she also did an interview with the, the, the podcast, The Click, where she talked about like um, getting back into wrestling and she was saying and then it, she also referenced her conversation with Dennis Rodman on the show. And he was like, if you're going to do anything or get back into wrestling, you don't want to be good at it. You want to be great. So she's yeah. she's saying open to wrestling and getting mm -hmm. back into it. But mm -hmm. the storyline needs to be great. And she also referenced the same thing that you were talking about, how um, the character Lana, when it was her Rusev Day and Lana and all sort of stuff, it was going so well. And she pretty much just hinted at at the time, you know, Vince was head of the company and he wanted Rusev to be the heel. And, you know, Rusev Day was not a heel character. So that's kind of why they watched it. So, mm. you know, she, she said the reason why Robertson Lana came about was because of Triple H. And Triple H is a creative genius. So if yeah. Triple H is now back in the helm, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Every week is a surprise in Triple listen, H uh, listen, world. So. I think I'll fall. First of all, the Bray Wright return was just chef's kiss. If Rusev comes back and Lana comes back, I I think mm, I, I need to think about if I want any more returns. But I think that would be like okay, that is it. Let's right. take a pause and 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 try to get because right now I feel like he's got a good mix. He's bobbing and weaving within the the brands. Everybody's getting a little bit of a taste. Um, I would love it for them to come back, but. Dennis Rodman being a part of this still. I love it too because he is he is king surreal life in my opinion. <laughs> he like I I might I might and I don't do too much reality shows where <laughs> I'm not getting paid to watch them. Right. Um but I might actually I might actually watch this one because I, I feel like did you get to see the promo? He's butt naked. I, seems... I didn't even know this was a thing until you said oh, yeah. it. I just watched the promo before we got on. He's, you know, naked all over the place, which is very true to character. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what this what this all kind of looks like, especially with Tamar as well. Um, you know, and it's two weeks. And, you know, I get annoyed when people come to my house for two hours. So yep. it's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Like, all right, you don't have any, you, you, like you did, like, you know. Our conversation is over. Right. Um, so yeah, um, Casey say just no more Lana wrestling. If she she does return to WWE, um, I think she was getting better. And if you can take, I have to disagree with you on that one. If you can take Mandy Rose, who she was, I can't take her though. Well, this re this re reiteration of Mandy Rose at NXT, I take that version. That's better. Right. Over what she was doing in the main roster. And I feel yeah. like if they remain consistent, this version in the main roster will work. Yeah. Um, so I feel like and, and Lana coming towards the end, she was getting better. Also, too, she did mention about her getting thrown to the table like nine times. She said she had fun doing it. And it had no as far as she knew, as far as she knew, it had no issues with you know, Vince getting payback at her for Miro leaving the country. Uh, I thought that that was company. stupid. I thought that that was stupid. It was, it didn't make any sense that people right. actually thought that. I, I was kind of pissed because after, after two, three times a week, 
it was just like, wait, this, you know what I'm saying? I was upset. I was upset for Lana and I was for not, her. I'm not a super Lana fan, mm-hmm. but I was, I was like, this is just disrespectful. Like e- whether or not it was because you didn't like where my husband went or you just don't like me or whatever, like three weeks, I'll give you three weeks, but nine. Yeah. We're not, we're not doing that. You're just, here, here is my, I'm, I'm good. We can so, so I thought, um, I, I thought because she was the the baby face at the time, <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was excessive, but mm-hmm. I thought that they were trying to build Naya. I thought that was it. And I was just like, OK, because I wasn't feeling Naya at the time and I just didn't understand. Um, it just felt like she was going stale a little bit mm-hmm. and she wasn't. The character was just what it was. And I thought that they were trying to reshift the character. And so I was just like, nine times is a little excessive. There's got to be like payback at the end of this. So I was looking right. for the payback, but I never did. I think that it, he was he would be that petty, um, right. even though. Vintage man? Time, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't think that he would be that petty. Like she's a woman. She's kind of small. Like I you're mean, bringing her through the table constantly. She can suffer a concussion. Like in my opinion, I kind of felt like um, there was just too much going on for me to kind of feel like, no, the, like, nah. No, I think, you know? I think when you, I think when you have, well, you know, it's not even a money thing, but I feel like when you have some type of power and, or mm-hmm. you're trying to get back power, that's where the pettiness comes out. Like yeah. you only think about being petty when it's somebody kind of crosses you or you, somebody just upsets you or you can do it. Like mm-hmm. look at 50 Cent. He doesn't need to be petty whatsoever, but he can do it and he finds it hilarious. Yeah. But on top of that, him being petty, there, he suffers no consequences. No. You know what I'm saying? Like if we were all to cancel 50 Cent tomorrow um, and he's like, you, yeah, well, you can't because he he makes too much content. But then it's, he's like, all right, F y'all, I'm not going to make anything. Power is done. All this. I'm going to go off to my island and live my life. Like, he's a very smart businessman as well. I highly That's doubt right. that you're going to see him lose it, like, you know, you know, on the unemployment line in 10 years. Oh, no, so no, no. it's kind of no. one of those things where um, I feel like Vince could. I, I remember when he was um, the whole thing with Titus O'Neil, where Titus, I think, put his hand on his, Vince's shoulder and yeah. then he was like, gone for like two weeks i don't think he really was it two weeks i think it was longer than that it might have been longer than that i don't think he really even like now he's doing stuff and by the time he recovered like you know it's everything is kind of past so do we know know that if that was true though um because it's it's so wild to like it's wild to me that somebody would actually do that like Really? Nah. That's crazy, TK. It was mm-hmm. that story made absolutely a lot of things make no sense to me, but that story, like I refuse to believe it even to this day. I was just like somebody's and I never really found out like if that story was true, but that was like you got to you're that petty? That's 50 cent petty. Yeah, but if you can afford to be that petty, it's his company. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Casey, Casey, the only thing memorable from that feud besides the table spots is Naya missing the leg drop um, on the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. They should. I think they did a shirt for that. Um, but yeah. My, no, so, my hole? Is that what? My yeah. hole! 
Mm-hmm. No, they try to, but no. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, no. But they have um, acknowledge me, daddy underwear. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> um... uh, Touche. Um, <laughs> when is this? The show supposed to be coming out today, the 24th, right? The show's mm-hmm. actually coming out today. What channel? I have I it. Have VH1. VH1, um, bro. They are queen. Oh, yeah. Three Life is scheduled to begin Monday, October 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So at 6 o'clock. So actually, it should be on right now. Is it on right now? No. No, it's 6 o'clock by you. So three hours. Um, Two hours. So there's that. And then our last story, Taya Valkyrie. I absolutely love her. Um, I do, too. Like... So this this story is pretty much, um, and we don't do too many of these, I try not to do too many of these stories. These are the speculation stories of mm-hmm. as far as her showing up in AEW or what's next. Mind you, she is she's everywhere. Definitely check out www.talkpod.com for an article about that. Um, but she was asked about AEW and she's like, well, it has to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing with Taya is like, if you don't believe, like it takes a certain type of wrestler to take, to either reinvent themselves because mm-hmm. you saw her in Lucha Underground, you saw her in Impact, you mm-hmm. saw her do different versions, and then you saw her take Frankie, which I thought was terrible in the beginning, mm-hmm. but then I grew to really like, and I think could have done something in WWE, like she made something of it. Like not not a lot of people can do that. Right. So no matter where she goes, um, she's open to it, but it has to be the right kind of story. I think she learned from not necessarily learn from WWE, but she doesn't want to be in that predicament like she was in NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely shout to her. Where do mm-hmm. you think, or what do you think should be next for Kaya Valkyrie? I think every um, wrestler, they aspire to go to the WWE. I think that first experience, um, she came during a time where it wasn't, um, the company was going through a really weird transition a really weird they were in a really weird place um and i don't think that it was fair that she came in during that time Mm -hmm. i think if she comes now i think the character will um it would just be a different a completely different character probably still be frankie monet but it would be a different character i don't think that she needs to bring the dog um while the dog is cute yeah no you know why I feel like she needs to establish herself before she brings in a prop, in my opinion. And she has the look. She has the, from the little bit that I saw, she had the ability. I'm sorry. What? I got a womp womp. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. I (laughs) I love the pups. I am a dog girl through and through. However, I kind of feel like that needs to be like second. I, I think that we need to wait on the dog. I think she needs to get herself over Presley. a little bit within the Presley. That's her dog's name. Sorry. Sorry, Presley. <laughs> Let me refer you by your name. I think Presley needs to get See? a dog walker. Okay. No, bring back the dog. <laughs> no. See? No, I, I totally, I think the dog is super cute. I think it would be, I'd love the character, the, like the, the whole character thing with the dog and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the expensive stuff and the furs and the, I love that. That's my thing in real life. 
not that I have Frankie Monet money, but still, you know, that's <laughs> what I think. I love that. However, I think she needs to get herself over within the the, the WWE universe first before mm-hmm. she starts bringing in the props. I think it's a distraction. I think um, her I as a person, think... she's got the, but she has the personality to really True. do things with Frankie Monet before right. she starts introducing the other little things. I'm not saying that he, she's, um, um, Presley should go away forever. That's not what right. I'm saying. I'm just saying she should i think this character would be completely different i think she should try to come back if she's trying to come back i would like to see it i would like to see her in nxt first and then transition into the main roster well i don't know if she will come back to wwe because she she wasn't necessarily brought under triple h and then her experience in wwe like you're saying wasn't the greatest and what do we as as humans do when we have a bad experience? It could be the company could have like say say you working for the company and you had an amazing experience, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if I had a bad experience and you're like, oh, you should come back. There's pretty much not, and I'm and I'm working somewhere else. It'd be different if I'm not working. But mm-hmm. if I'm working and she has so many titles, I was actually looking it up. So she has the uh, AAA Reina Dorena title, the M- uh, MLW title. She's on mm-hmm. Impact, so she's working. Right. right. And she's traveling up a storm. So let's let's just say her pocketbooks are looking pretty nice. If you had a bad experience somewhere, I don't necessarily think that she's going to want because she's still going to take a chance. She's, she's still going to take a chance by going there because she didn't have a good experience. So she has nothing to re- like rely on versus you came in Triple H. Then, you know, Vince took over everything to, to NXT, NXT 2.0. And now this was, you know, everything is kibosh and then you got let go. That right. kind of wasn't her experience. So that was her experience. Then, was that her experience? Right. No, that that wasn't when she came to when she came to NXT, I believe uh, Triple H was um, out. He was sick. That's when he was. So out. that's why I would come back, because based off of what I've seen and how happy everybody was. I would believe that that experience would be different, would be good. Because I believe that all these returns, Triple H is making those calls. Shawn Michaels is make, are, are making those calls, right? Right. Stephanie is probably making those calls because they were the people that, you know, you know how like when they say when you're talking to a child, you need to come down on one knee to their level. I think mm-hmm. they understand the mentality. They understand the work because they worked both sides, especially Triple right. H was on, you know, he's got the mind of a wrestler. That's why he's mm-hmm. so good at what he does. You know what I mean? And so when you're in the trenches and you know how to lead and those two are amazing leaders, right. you know what to say, even if it's, you know, I know that you're unhappy, but I'm going to, I, I want you back. So I'm going to say whatever I need to say to get you back. And then when you're in, they show you that it can work. You know, listen, they're going to be real with you. These are the lineups that we have. We're going to try to cycle you in as long as they're being honest and true. Right. And, um, you know, and of course, you always start the conver- conversation off with an, with an apology about, you know, with, with whatever, even if it's not your fault. You know, the company mm-hmm. is being represented. So for me, I would, um, in my opinion, if he were to give me that call and I was her, I would consider it. I absolutely would consider it. But I know that she would want her husband to come back too. I loved John Morrison. I'm surprised. I was yeah. super surprised that that even happened. 
you know? Well, um, I think it's all financial why a lot of that stuff happened. Um, yeah. You have Casey in the chat saying she did go off in WWE. Yeah, she did. Um, the tweet was crazy. Um, so I don't know if she trusts them, even though I think it would be a great redemption story. But yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, we'll see what happens. You know, uh, AEW is possibly on the table or she might not want to do major promotions. Like she was able to do, I think she went to, she may have went to Italy and France over the last less than six weeks. Oh, like, wow. you know, it's a little bit different. Don't quote me on that. I know she's done a lot of traveling. It's a little bit different. And also happy late birthday. It's a little bit different when you're on the indie, say, indie scene that you can, you know, make up your own schedule. Yeah. So, you know, opposed to being in somebody else's schedule. And then, you know, how does that work? And then, you know, with AEW, you know, one, we, they, they're not really, they, the women's storylines are not that great. I think she would be great in AEW. But again, will they will they actually build in a storyline for her? So that's the most, that's that's the thing that I think her and CJ have in common. Yeah. They're both in a position where not necessarily CJ's wrestling right now, but CJ's living her best life. I'm sure she's making a crap ton on TikTok and all those videos that she's doing because TikTok pays some money. But Taya's also doing her thing. She's on the indie scene. She's making her money. Yeah. Her husband's making his money. So it's like, do you really want to come back to you know, all these contracts, even though a, a check every month is always beneficial. But yeah, we will see what happens. That's the speculation part. So we'll put the speculation in the box for today. Oh my I god. I love that. Oh my god, I, I know, love that. Right? <laughs> With that being said, we are done, done for today. Miss Mimi, where can everybody find you? You can find me tomorrow night at seven o'clock on Twitter Spaces, my handle right here. Um, Turnbuckle Talk with my co-host, Corey. And you can find me on Thursdays on the Black Wrestling YouTube live at 835. Boom. And definitely, definitely go and check out our website, www.talkpod.com. We have some really great articles up there. Um, as well, check out all our social media, www.talkpod. Go and check out the Halloween Habit post show. If you want to check out the full version on YouTube. Other than that, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Um, tell, oh, also too, by the way, Friday is our 100th episode. And what does that mean? We're going to have cash giveaway, cash giveaways and some merch. Oh, so yeah. You want to check in on Friday for our 100th episode. We're going to have a lot of surprises. Um, and when I talk about cash giveaways, meaning that it's not like, wait, we'll send you the money in six weeks. No, you will get money in your cash app the time of the show. So definitely oh, want to be, you know, there to witness it. And, you know, you also have some other options or opportunities to win other stuff as well. So definitely check in with us on Friday, WWT Live, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Other than that, we will see you guys on Wednesday. Thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Oh, yeah. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs>